And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. This episode of Misinformation Podcast is brought to you by the independently published Jackson Redhorn book series. Captain Andrew Jackson, Red Horn, Texas Ranger. All-around badass. He's the kind of guy men today wish they were. No nonsense and smart as hell. A heartbreaker and life-taker standing for justice. Just as capable of handling himself in a five-to-one brawl as he is in deciphering the smallest of details of the most baffling of crime scenes. Set in 1955, Dead Men Walking begins Red Horn's journey, investigating the bizarre, otherworldly murder of county sheriff and local war hero Ben Hoyle. As the bodies pile up, the investigation moves from murder to global conspiracy, the roots of which predate the war, and as we find out in Volume 2, the hammer of Hephaestus, the human race. With threads of film noir, science fiction, horror, and mystery woven together in a tapestry of fast cars, fast women, hard fists, and keen wits, Volumes 1 and 2 of the Jackson Redhorn series by J.K. Hewlin are available now at Amazon.com in paperback and on Kindle. This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. Misinformation Podcast, baby! Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 253. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Hey. So, uh, we were just talking before uh, we started. Uh, I sent you a picture the other day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It was, it was uh, I'd say it's sexy, but half yeah. of it was sexy. Yeah. The other half was... I prefer the, the original half. Really? Yeah. Half. Well, you are half of the original. <laughs> <laughs> less than, less than. Yeah, that dude, you sent me that picture uh, of me from like 2010 or 11, I would guess. Uh, Probably, I was I was yeah. I was on lunch with a bunch of people at work and I just started laughing and they're like, "What's so funny?" And I showed them this picture of what looks like me in like an Eddie Murphy type fat suit, like I'm in a fucking one of the nutty professor like fame like one of the clumps. Like it just looks fucking fake. <laughs> It's so big. Yes. And some of the proportions are so oddly placed. 
that I just look like I'm wearing a fat suit. So. You know, I, I listen to uh, Nerdist podcast every once in a while when I run out of, like, Tell Them Steve Aves and stuff mm-hmm. to listen to. I mean, not that I don't enjoy Nerdist. I was going to say, that's such a great plug well, for them. I listen to it when I run out of shit that I actually want to listen to. I'm going to be honest. I'm not plugging them because, right. it, it, like, first of all, they have over six 600 episodes. They do, yeah. like, three or five episodes a week. They're or fine. Yeah, it's, they're okay. They don't need and plug. sometimes it gets a little obnoxious to yeah. listen to. Um, but I, I, And one of the reasons it gets the most obnoxious to me is Matt Myra. Yeah. And he's, you know, like, whatever they talk about how much weight he's lost, I'm like, psh, bitch, psh, that do something. That ain't psh. shit, motherfucker. Yeah. That ain't shit. I mean, because he's I still... I lost that much weight while I was sick the last few days, <laughs> no motherfucker. Shit. Boom. Well, I would still describe him as being kind of uh, stocky. Yeah. I would not describe you... I would describe you as thin now. Yeah. I Emaciated. You, I think you should stop. I, I'm, not, I'm not losing anymore. Well, except for when I'm sick. Right. I'm not losing... Everyone thinks I'm still losing weight. Right. I have weighed the same weight for like two years now. Really? Yeah. See, when you walked in today, uh-huh. I thought to myself, he's lost weight. Well, I, I'm getting back the six pounds I lost while I was sick. Do you six. think I could see six pounds on you, though? I don't know. But I haven't lost any more weight other than that few pounds from being like losing my butt. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, hashtag butt stuff. Hashtag not the sexy kind. Uh, well, I guess hashtag unless you're German. Scheiße. Yeah, lots uh, of it. I, yeah, I don't. Like a Shiza water park in I, I my would, house. I dude. would like to point out that most uh, bulimics and anorexics would claim that they hadn't been losing weight. Also, yeah. No, the Just weird thing is, there. okay, so I weigh myself regularly, and every time I do, I write it on my calendar. Yeah, I, I I have all my old calendars, so I can literally tell you what I weighed two years ago today. If you wanted to know, like I could go look at that because people don't lie. And no. What? I don't. I don't. I like to keep a record of my weight just right. because, you know, I lost weight before and it all came back. Right. Now I'm more diligent and I, I pay more attention to it. That would be a feat, sir. Yeah. Like, because this is not. came back. Yeah, because no. what you lost before is really a drop in the bucket compared to where you're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you could gain that back, that would be almost as impressive as you losing it. Yeah. To be honest, because that's in the pretty back, fucking right? ridiculous. So I'm showing this picture to people that had that never knew me that way. And they're giving me, like, the look up and down. And they're like, bullshit. And I'm like, no, for real, it's me. I still have an ID, and I show them my ID, and they're like, good God. And it never occurs to me that there are people that don't where know. you work that didn't know you then. Yeah, I forget Yeah, sometimes. That is nuts. And then they, like, it makes me feel good, though, when they're like, no, you know what? I can't even picture that. They're like, no. Just because they've known me this way the whole time, they just they can't even fathom that I was ever now, a large person. Now, wrap your head around this. There are probably people who come into your place of employment. They don't even know I am me. Yeah. That, yeah. that like, like, have been coming there for years yeah. and either don't know you're you or have watched it happen and yeah. are secretly going, holy shit. Yeah. He, every once in a while. die. Every once in a while, I'll get somebody that will tell me, like, man, what did you do? Like, not a coworker, but someone who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah. Just like a regular, yeah, patron or whatever, but. Uh, I haven't had the last like years ago when I lost some weight. I, I would every once in a while get the like, is he sick? Right. I didn't get any of that this time around, which is weird because I'm like, well, you, you said, got I'm it at the more... beginning of this, yeah, of this yes. weight loss. Yeah. You got it a lot at the beginning yeah. of this weight loss. But uh, it's it's just weird. Um, yeah. Or like I had a person who uh, worked for me years ago that uh, works with me again. They've got uh, a picture of a group of us on their fridge at home. Like when I, I was like in mid weight loss, right at that point, and their kid recognized me kind of because like they took their kid to work one day kind of thing like right. take, take your daughter to work or whatever take your son to work and they were like is that eric from work and I'm like yeah and I'm like holy sh-. 
<laughs> it's funny. You got an eight-year-old to say shit. Well, they're not eight anymore. No. They were, like, at the time. But, yeah, it's pretty weird, man. Um, yeah. And it's kind of neat every once in a while to have that happen because then it kind of reactivates this whole excitement around it. Like, And then people get excited about it and or people that never knew, like, Right. To start discussions with me that they never had before. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, right now, I'm very conscious of what I'm eating and how much I'm exercising, yeah. and it is doing nothing for me. Oh, so there's that. <laughs> that fucking blows. Um, it's. I almost feel like if we could get the two of our health regimens uh, together, uh-huh. they would be the perfect health regimen. Yeah. Because I would like to get thinner. Uh-huh. I'm sure you would like to get stronger. Yeah. And then we would be the melding of the superhuman. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I, and that's the, the shitty thing is, like, I've even been cutting out, like, I've been going to bed hungry. I've been cutting out shit that, hmm. like, I normally would, like, like, say I had a long night at work. Yeah. I would come home and be like, you know what? Ice cream. Yep. And there's been ice cream sitting in my fridge for a solid week now that I haven't even touched. There's a piece of, uh, my mom makes homemade chocolate cake. Yeah. Uh, for everybody's birthday. And uh, the oldest just had his 18th birthday. Wow. 18th birthday. Let's, I'm just going to leave that there. Let that sink <clears> in for a second. Doesn't seem right. No. And there's a piece of chocolate cake in the refrigerator from that. Uh, and I've had one small piece of it. Usually I eat a quarter of the cake in my first sitting. <laughs> um, and, and it's still sitting there. And last night he said, hey, you can have that last piece of cake. And I go, thank you. I probably won't. Um, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, and it's just I, I'm making these decisions about what I'm eating and what I'm not eating. Um, you know, like today, uh, after my run, usually I would make a, a protein shake mm-hmm. with peanut butter and a banana in it, but I just, all it was was almond milk and protein powder and ice, yeah. uh, because I know I'm going to have Chinese food for <clears throat> supper tonight. Ooh. So I'm, you know, being careful, not buffet Chinese, but like you go in, you order a plate, yeah. they give you your yeah, food. Real, you not, it, yeah, real, yeah. not, I, uh, I've been craving the shit out of a burrito, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go get one of Pablo's. I, I might have to. That, and that's exactly what I've been picturing. Something like that, not like a well, fucking... And, and the other thing is, too, like their salads is just a burrito without the tortilla. Yeah. And it's very good. And you cut out right there, you cut out three to 400 calories. Yeah, probably, because those tortillas yeah. are big. Yeah. And, and and honestly, I mean, right now, because you're not <clears throat> running, because you're, you're goofed up, but, yeah. um, you know, it, with what you exercise to go somewhere like Pablo's, like not like Taco Bell or Taco right. John's, but to go somewhere like Pablo's where all the ingredients are... You know, fairly fresh. clean. They're yeah. not like junk food. Well, none of them are. They're all right. fresh. I mean, the, their salsa is probably the worst for you because mm-hmm. I'm sure it's got sugar and shit in it. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the stuff is yeah. they're probably their salsa and their guac. Yeah, it's probably the worst for you. Um, there's nothing wrong with you eating that. <clears throat> oh, I know. You know. Like once a month. I just need to do it. Yeah. I, I was like yesterday at work wanted one so fucking. I bad. was the same way with um, cheeseburgers on the grill the yeah. other night. So yeah, I made you did some. It. Yeah, yeah, and I would grill out every fucking day, dude. Like, like what? It's so easy, first mm-hmm. of all. It's so tasty. Oh, yes. And it's healthy. I mean, as long it's, as you're yeah, not... It's be, well, it's better than pan frying shit or going out. Well, because all the eat. grease yeah. ends up on your grill, yep. you know? Um, so then the next night we did chicken breasts. Yeah. I threw a little barbecue sauce on them. Mm-hmm. Jenny's on this big no sugar kick. Um, and I say kick, it's been like a year <laughs> that she's cut out sugar, so she only, you know... Oh, but it's eats. working for oh, her, Oh, it's then, definitely I working. Mean... Yeah, it's definitely working for her. It's, I feel like I'm... It's Remember when she was on that, uh, was that HGC stuff? Yeah. And I said to you, it feels like I'm cheating on my wife with yeah. my wife. Yep. <laughs> um, I, it feels like that again? It's like that again, you know? So it's like, fuck, she's lost a ton of weight, you That's know? awesome. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's definitely working. It's just, 
I'm just like uh, she knows she could do every once in a while, right? Like yeah, she, and she does. Okay, she does. Like like maybe uh, once every couple weeks. Because you know it's yeah. summer coming up. You know she's gonna want her crunch cones or whatever the fuck that is that she likes so much. Oh, from the Dairy yeah. Queen. Yeah, yeah. And, and and she will. The problem now is she's been off sugar for so long it makes her sick when she eats it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I can't remember what we had the other day. Oh, we Starbucks. And it made her feel. Yeah, cool. she wanted. They had like the the what the fuck is that Mexican flan oh yeah caramel flan caramel flan or whatever yeah. um she ordered one of those and drank about half of it and she's like i think i'm going to die <laughs> yeah because we had gone somewhere to do something and then we stopped there and i was like oh it was her birthday um and we went to they have the public market downtown yeah uh it's supposed to be all like uh it's like a co-op and they have a buffet down there and she's been wanting to try it forever she said for my you know birthday dinner i'd like to go to lunch at the at the uh, public market it wasn't good. <laughs> oh, great. It was just really bland. Um, it was just, it was buffet style, which we knew, but it was just, there wasn't anything good. She thought the salad bar would be amazing. She's nope. like, you know, it's a public market. I'm like, everything's out of season, man. There's yeah. nothing for them to bring in. Um, but it was like, it was like going to a, it's like going to a buffet at like a, <clears throat> again, going to the salad bar at like um, a, a locally owned restaurant yeah. that just has like macaroni salad, cottage cheese, canned peaches. Some lettuce. Bacon bits. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't even have, like, fancy lettuce. It was, like, you know, regular iceberg Uh, lettuce. Awesome. So she was really disappointed. But she had already cheated because of some of the things she ate there. Mm -hmm. And so we dropped the boys off here and left the little kid in her car seat and decided we were going to run to Target and do some other stuff. And so we went to Target. I was like, hey, do you want to get Starbucks? You've already cheated. She's like, yeah, that would be great. I haven't had Starbucks forever. And then it just she made just, her gut like, rot. Yeah, like almost pulled. I had to pull her off the fucking ceiling. Like, <laughs> you know, Fuck. and that was from the sugar, not from the caffeine. Well, of course. You know, so it's, yeah, it's tough. White like, people problems, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the struggle is real. Yeah, the struggle's real. Uh, she's just doing so much better losing weight. And she always has. She's always done really well finding a program and sticking to it. As far as eating, mm-hmm. exercise, it's just the opposite. Like, I'll find a pro, an exercise program and stick to it and have a really hard time finding an eating program and stick to it. But, you know, exercise is an hour or two out of your day. Yeah. Eating is, is the rest entire of your, day. Yeah. Yeah. And week and life. Right, right. So it's, I don't know. I, I, it's working for her. I'm glad I'm having a hard time finding something that works for me. I mean, I'm glad I'm exercising more. I'm running again, yeah. you know. But um, that uh, 5K that we ran last year is coming up in June. And I need to be ready for that. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not the same weekend as Wizard World. I know. My problem, I have a 5K, like, at the beginning of April. And right now, the way things have been going, oh, like, right. am I going to be able to run consistently enough to, like, not... uh, you, You'd be able to soldier through a 5K. Well, I could. I did yeah. that yesterday just yeah. to try. But I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, yeah. I don't want to just soldier through it. I want it, like, before, like, it, it's sad that, like, during I the winter. I want to beat Weller. Yeah. <laughs> during the winter, I got about as fast as I've been in the whole time I've run. And I'm losing it. Like, I now, ran yesterday, and it was a little... Are you talking streets fast or treadmill fast? No, street, streets. I was oh. I was running outside almost all winter. Oh, so I can't do that. Uh, and I was getting fast. And now I am slow. And it sucks. You're, you're not slow. You're slow-er. I'm slow for me. Yeah. For me, I'm yeah. slow. I'm, I'm just slow. Yeah. I'm, I'm like fucking... I'm like, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I'll go as far as I need to go, but I won't be happy about it. Right, right. <laughs> so slow. I need to go. I need to go get my running assessment done. Yeah, you do. Because my heels hurt so fucking yeah, bad. Yeah, you need some yeah. different shoes. Yeah, I sure. do. I do. Um, <laughs> but I want to be ready for that one. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Wizard World coming up June. weekend of June 21st, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, we may end up having to do a hotel. 
which is fucking retarded yeah. because it's Des Moines. Yeah. But it uh, sounds like the planets aren't 100% aligning for us to have somewhere to stay. So they have not announced the convention hotel yet, which I think is very strange. Yeah, we're only is. two months out. We are exactly. Yeah, we're yeah, two three, months out. We're three months out. Three, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're three months well, out. Maybe. Um, but yeah, usually, like the when the con gets announced, they're like, "And the host hotel will be right." Well, and the other problem is the convention center is not attached to anything, oh. so it's going to be one of those hotels where you have to walk to the convention center from the hotel. Um, I was talking to, to to Bird the other day about it, and he's like, "Well, I think they'll use the Quality Inn." I go, "If they use the Quality Inn, it will be the first and last Wizard World." Yeah, in they don't they don't want to do that. No, they, it has to be a nice hotel. It you know like they're going to be putting the guests and stuff up there. It has to be a decent place. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I want to go badly. Um, yeah. I, I actually submitted a press pass uh, application the other day just because I couldn't remember if I'd done one before. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll get denied. Of course. But, um, but... you know, but at least see, and I recommend you go ahead and submit one too. Yeah. Just we'll be remiss if we did, yeah. you know, um, so, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't really want to pay a hundred dollars for three days. No, God damn it. Cause it's, no. it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's a three day convention. So I'll have to take Friday. Cause I'll Saturday, just be curious Sunday. to see if the. The guest list rounds out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure. Well, they've got a pretty decent list. I mean, not a ton of people. I want to. I see, and I still. I. It's the convention experience that I like the most. Like I'm hoping they they have a lot of vendors. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, fingers crossed. I guess. You know, because again, Walker Stalker. As I'm walking around, I'm like, I am bored now. Yep. Like I've seen. I can only see so many zombie caricatures before I've seen enough. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So. That, yep. <clears throat> Very repetitive. Yep, yep. Walk so, through the place. So hopefully they'll have some Star Wars booths and some shit at the Wizard World. I don't see why they wouldn't. I think they will. I think they'll be able to fill it up pretty decently. But they also will probably cancel some of the, these cons. I don't think they're going to continue to have a Raleigh, a Des Moines. A, yeah, probably you know, not. You know, stuff. They can't. I, don't, I, I can't see them having it. a Des Moines, Minneapolis, and Chicago. That just seems silly to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and well, and you know they're not going to cancel Chicago, so it's going to no, be one of the other no. two for sure. Well, and what I don't understand too is with with them having more conventions, why aren't they being a little bit more uh, fast and loose with press passes? Yeah, you know, because how many how many press outlets in Des Moines are interested? Also, in though, probably them? because they don't need to. Like, yeah, I suppose if they're able to, add, they're established like 20... and expanding. They don't right. exactly need to get the word out that they exist and are having conventions. But wouldn't you? I just want to make people happy. That's what I would want. Yeah. To like, do you have a legitimate claim to cover our convention? All right. Cool. We're not out any money. Yeah, doesn't, you know? doesn't hurt us. You're probably going to still come here and spend some money. So, Well, except for we didn't the last well, time. They, they think you're going to. And C2E2 we didn't. No. The last no. ever. Yeah. You know, and I, I've seen people getting so excited about C2E2, and obviously I'm going to be on vacation, so I, I couldn't go anyway. But uh, I'm seeing so many people get excited about C2E2, and I'm like, why are you excited about that convention? Yeah. Like, they treat people like shit. Yep, and they're planning. Their planning is terrible. Their organization is bad. They don't know how to do anything. They really don't, dude. It's fucking like, come on. You get people excited about a couple of certain draws, and then you're like, oh, but we're only gonna get, we're gonna give a hundred tickets away to go to that guest panel or to get their autograph, and that's it. Well, and so you good luck. And you know how many seats are in this auditorium, but we're gonna let people line up. Uh, twice Far that, in exceedance of that, yeah. For two hours waiting, and, and then, not tell them yeah. until that's so stupid. That 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 was that was the straw for me. That was that Walking Dead panel. That was the straw. I was like, how inconsiderate of the organizers. One, you know that's going to be a huge deal, and two, you know how many people can sit in there. So once you have your five hundred people in line, like how hard is it for somebody to stand in line? Click, 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 
click, yep. click. You know, and okay, so you cut the line at 500. Now, once all those people go in and some people leave the line and don't come back and stuff, that's fine. Then have a person standing outside side say, uh, 10 seats still available. Mm-hmm. With a little sign that says, you know, one of those little flip clapboard deals like yeah, they no. use for yeah, uh, down, down markers in football or something. <clears throat> yeah, it's bullshit. And then because of the raffle, like the ticket system that they did for like those uh, more famous guests, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you had to miss so much because you're minimum two hours you're waiting to, right. to, to for those tickets. And then even <laughs> it's, yeah, fuck that. Well, and, and there's not enough going on to go, okay, well, if I miss these three things to stand in line for this, I can go see these three things later. Okay. Because they had maybe like five panels a day. And the other bullshit for me for that convention was that they'd bill somebody as a big draw. And then you'd find out that person was going to be there for an hour for one of the days. And they were only at this this company's booth right. for an hour promoting this thing. And again... If you didn't come to this thing at this time to try and get a ticket for that, you couldn't even do that. Right. It's like, fuck you guys. You yeah, know it's, what? It's just fuck too much. It, it's it, too it, much. Fuck You're fuck making it, it too, too much work to, to see a person yeah. or to enjoy the convention. It shouldn't be work. This is a leisure activity. You shouldn't make it work for me to come do this. It doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. Mm-hmm. I, uh, speaking of work, I can finally talk about it. Oh, hey. Yeah. So um, tell them Steve Dave. Uh, podcast, which obviously I'm a big fan of. I talk about it all the time. I constantly suck in their dicks off and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I worked on a project <laughs> for them uh, in January. It's been a little while now. I think it was in January. I uh, did some audio editing um, on a project that has now been announced by Declan Quinn, um, their sound guy, uh, is currently awaiting approval from um, audible.com. It's it's going to be a audible book on audible.com. Uh, it's called A Small Fistful of Dollars, <laughs> and it will be available soon. It's it's sitting in the queue just waiting, awaiting approval. Um, I saw him tweet about it the other day. Uh, I did some editing work on it. I'm very proud of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you can go to www.audible.com slash TESD, and I believe if you sign up uh, for your trial membership that way, you get one free download. Save it for A Small Fistful of Dollars. Huh, cool. Um, I, you don't hear me on it. But I helped. But you cut. did work. Yeah, I helped cut a lot of the audio and uh, cut and splice and all that fun stuff. Was, I'm just really proud of it. It was great to finally uh, be involved in something with those guys because I look up to them so much. They they do great work. They've done this. Will be their second audio book. Yeah. Uh, they also did um, Fairy Retail Theater, um, which was them reading fairy tales with like a Tell Them Steve Dave spin on it. Yeah, of course. So I think that was a lot of fun. Uh, it's I, I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to hear the whole thing. I haven't I haven't heard the whole thing yet. I heard the parts that I cut, yeah. and they were hilarious. A lot of inside jokes. A lot of, uh, if you're a Tell Them Steve Dave fan, you want a you piece of You want to get this. up on it. Yeah. Speaking of fairy tales and whatnot, uh, are you familiar with the fairy tale of Little Red Hen? Uh-uh. Not, uh, really, not really. The Little Red Hen where she found some wheat and grain. <clears throat> um, she's walking around one day. She lives with a dog, a cat. Um, I think like a pig and uh, something else. And then she's got her little, her little chicks, the little red hen's got her little chicks that live there too. They live in a house and she finds this grain. And so she goes to all of the animals. Hey, I found this grain. Who's going to help me plant it? Um, and it's not I said the dog, not I said the pig, not I said the, the, the cat, you know? So she yeah. goes and plants it and it starts to sprout up and her little chicks help her with it. And then who's going to help me water it? Not I said the dog, not I said the cat. Who's going to help me uh, weed the garden? Not I, mm. not I. Until it gets done, she harvests it, makes bread. And then the dog, the cat, 
um, and the pig are all like, we'll help you eat the bread. And she's like, fuck you. You can't have none of my bread. Yep. You didn't help make it. It's me and my chicks. And then her and the chicks eat the bread while like the dog, the cat, and the pig all look in the window all sad. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the way the story was written. That's the way it is. Sure. I just read it to Ellie the other day. It was, it was a weird version of it, though, because there was none of the not I. Yeah. And, like, that's a very, for me, was a very mm-hmm. a memorable part of it was the not I, so the dog, not I, so the big. And when I read it when I was a little kid, it was uh, Little Golden Books. Yeah. Um, And so I, she's got a version of it. I read it to a little kid the other day. And <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, there's no way they would make that story now. Yeah. Like, in, in the world that we live in, Little Red Hen would have ended completely differently. Everybody gets a piece. Yep. It would have been like, now, even though you didn't help, even though you didn't do any of the work, <clears throat> because I am truly a good person, I will share my bounty with you. It's so dumb. It is dumb, right? I mean, like, you look back on that story, <clears throat> and it was teaching kids, look, if you don't work, you don't get to benefit. It was like yeah. the, the ant and the grasshopper. Yeah. You know, where the ant's working his ass off all the time, the grasshopper's playing a fiddle. Beep, 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 beep. You know, yeah. and, and and then at the end, the grasshopper fucking freezes to death or yep. something. Now, Fuck now off. it's like the ants, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll give seventeen percent of my a bounty to you in order to help you live through the winter because you are currently on SSI and can't work for yourself. <laughs> and by SSI, I mean you're just fucking a fat and lazy grasshopper, and you won't go apply for a job at McDonald's because that takes no fucking physical labor. So you might as well just go work there. You'll be fine. <laughs> nah, no, no, not at all. So those those types of morality tales can't they they can't be written anymore yeah, which is a shame because there's nothing wrong with them well, no and you could easily adapt little red hen to something a little bit more timely you know or ant and the grasshopper to something yeah. a little more timely but you just won't see that nope, nowadays because you sure won't the society wants everyone to share like fuck you <clears throat> mine <clears throat> mine toy mine you're just gonna fucking break it yeah you know, I, uh, I don't understand things. <laughs> um, it's like this whole fucking outrage right now over this fucking Batgirl cover. I don't know. Fuck right? off, dude. You know what? If uh, I, I've read the article, you posted it now today. I read yesterday yeah. about in the person making the point that if uh, if Batman were on that cover instead of Batgirl, in the exact everything else about the cover is exactly the same. There would be no foul cry. Well, I have, I have, I have issues with it outside of like the 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 backwards feminist thought yeah. of you know, uh, bad girls should be empowered. Okay, right. How else do you empower her than to show that she can fight these evil, evil <clears throat> fucking people and eventually win? Yeah. If there is no risk to the hero, the story is no longer interesting. Yeah. If that's why I still say to this day, Superman is not an interesting character. Well, and that character and that that cover is uh, inspired by a story that was written a long time ago. It's not right. like somebody just came up with the storyline and they're like, Killing, "Oh my god, how offensive!" Killing, Killing joke, nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah eighty-eight or eighty-nine. Yeah. It's not a new story. The image is it was an it was inspired by that. The artist that that created that cover was really admired that story. Well, and much made a cover, and much like the Killing Joke itself, <clears throat> the image is left <clears throat> to interpretation. Like at no point in the Killing Joke do they come out and say that not only did the Joker shoot Barbara Gordon, he also raped her. Yeah, they, there's some nudie pictures of her he he pit, took or something. Yeah. That's the camera on the yeah. cover. It, it's open to your interpretation. Yeah. So you interpreted it that way. That you cannot fucking censor something because of your interpretation of it. Right. Like, you could also interpret, no, he just beat her up. Yeah. And since she is a hero, or heroine, if you insist that we genderfy it, yeah. uh, it, 
it doesn't make any sense. Like, if if he can't beat her up, there is no risk to her doing what she does. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and therefore she's no longer an interesting character. If she cannot lose, if she cannot be victimized in some way, well, then... I don't think she would have become a superhero if she was like, "But I will only fight female criminals who can't beat me." Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, like why can't a fucking because uh, a fucking uh, cheetah, yeah. cheetah chick that fights Wonder Woman all the time. Yeah, she could rape Barbara Gordon. Yeah, but then that would be okay. Oh, it's okay because they're on equal playing field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's yeah. just digital penetration. Absolutely, it's fine. absolutely. There's no wiener there. No, it's fine. Yeah. I, I just it's stu- like it's just it's such it's it's such pandering fucking white knight nonsense. Because a, a few people had an issue with this cover. Secondly, it's a variant fucking cover. Yeah, it's not even the, the like no. common public issue cover that no. everyone's gonna get. So just don't seek it out. Yeah, don't buy it. Stop pushing your outrage on me. If you don't like it, talk with your fucking wallet and don't buy it. Yeah. Like, just because you don't... Game of Thrones, there's a fucking rape every day in Game of Thrones. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about no, that. No, Now, the uh, one argument that I've heard is that apparently the current Batgirl book is marketed towards a younger audience. But that's fine. That cover, a younger person isn't going to look at that cover and go, why did Batgirl get raped? Well, and, and you don't see it in the cover. And like, are all not... the feminists crying because you can see the the perfect outline of Batgirl's tits in her fucking un- in her uniform? Yeah, they're not. They don't give a fuck, right? Because it's empowering. She can wear what she wants. It's like fucking statistics, man. Yeah. Like you can make it say, okay, so like you you dress a girl in a skin tight leotard, right? Yep. You have fifty percent of the feminists being like, stop objectifying her, and the other fifty percent are saying she can wear what she wants. She feels sexy. Like you can't have it both ways. It's one or the other. All right. If you want to bitch about it and say she's, you know, like yeah, you can't you can't use the thing that you're saying victimizes her and making it the thing that empowers her. You just fucking can't do it. Okay. So if she's fighting the fucking Joker and winning occasionally, right? She also has to be a risk that she, and she won't lose, but there has to be the risk. And, and by doing that, it's the interpretation of what the artist, it was, it was fucking Albuquerque's choice to pull the cover. Yeah. He requested it be pulled. Dude, I understand you got fucking bills to pay and mouths to feed, but is this the hill you want to fight and die on? Yeah. Just leave your cover out there, man. People will buy it. I would have bought it just, to be honest with you, if it was coming out, I would have bought it just to support the free speech uh, uh, allowed by that article. Yeah. Because it's stupid. It's stupid. Article cover. Yeah, no. It's fucking stupid. That that we're up in arms about this. And you just, you saw the cover, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. No, it's not. It's, it's, it, she looks terrified. Good. He drew a good cover. Yeah. Like, it's not like, like, Hey, where's the Joker's other hand? No. Yeah. Like, like it's clear. It's clear to me what's happening. He's not, he's not in the process of raping her. No. He's captured her and he's painted his smile on her he face. He may have even cut it into her face. But he probably did it with his penis. So, I mean, right. And then, that's and then the held his hand up to point at it. Yeah. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. Like it offends me that people are offended. I know I've said this before, but, like, what the fuck do we have so little to do to occupy our time to keep us busy that we pick these weird-ass fights and then the white knights come rushing in? White knighting should be a crime. (laughs) Seriously, unless someone actually needs your help and needs your defense, keep your fucking mouth shut. The internet is a terrible place. Download our show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it is, it is. It's it's so fucking stupid 
that they go to so much trouble to do these things and 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 and, and argue these it's it's a not a cause yeah when there are so many other things happening in comics granted they're not mainstream comics usually but there's so much other shit going on that you could be a little bit mad about there are children being murdered and raped in comics have you read the walking dead the reason Rick kills those dudes is because one of them is trying to fuck Carl. Yep. And now it is the highest rated television show on cable <laughs> yes, TV. Yes, it sure the fuck is. And that even translated to the show. They were getting at that. Yeah, they were. So Rick bit mm, out his throat. I don't understand <laughs> why people give a shit. I really don't. Because they feel like the only way to quantify their existence is to find a cause for them to get behind. And again... Then ca- pick a worthwhile right, one. Right, man. but but weak causes like this are, like I said before, it's just like statistics. You can spin what's happening to fit your argument. I just had a discussion on Facebook, uh, strangely with Jay Wendell Walker. He had pointed out uh, some statistics. Let me, uh, let me see if I can bring it up. It was a deal. Uh, I'll read the article real quick. It, it's very short. Hmm. Um about police and race in Spokane, Washington. I was pretty uh, basic about it. So the the first the first uh, the article he quotes says Spokane police disproportionately stop Black and Native American residents, but don't display a pattern of race, racial bias when deciding who to search and arrest. That's the conclusion of a report released Tuesday by Eastern Washington University professor Edward ben, uh, Burns, who collaborated with Spokane Police Captain Brad Arleth to examine five months of officer-initiated stops from 2014. He presented the report at a Tuesday meeting of the Mayor's Advisory Council for Multicultural Affairs. The study, which analyzed 7,021 police contacts from March to August 2014 found black Spokane residents made up 6% of police contacts in spite of being only 2.5% of the population. Native Americans were also overrepresented at 3% of police contacts versus 1.7% of the general population. In both cases, Burns found those differences were statistically significant, meaning they were beyond what random chance would predict. Hispanics were stopped only 3.3% of the time, though they make up 5.3% of the population, an underrepresentation that was also statistically significant. Don't display a pattern of racial bias when deciding who to search and arrest. Would someone please explain the sentence above to me? So I said... And I quote, I think the point is that the percentages are not really dramatic. Made up of, quote, 6% of the police contacts in spite of being uh, only 2.5% of the population is the highest disparity. Yet if you add all of their numbers together, you end up with 12.3% of the stops being people of color. When people of color make up 9.5% of the population. That means that 87.7% of the stops are made on Caucasian folks who make up 90.5% of the population. I'm sure that these numbers are a little uh, off because I don't see any Asians represented in the story statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, based on these numbers, this is really a non-story. It shows that <clears throat> minorities are stopped fairly proportionately with their representation statistically in the society. The disparity is only about three percentage points. You're never going to see statistics that match 100% because of outliers and other contributing factors such as police staffing levels in ethnically diverse parts of town, call volume by area, etc. It should also be noted that generally statistics can be emphasized to prove any point. Yeah. All right. And Jay goes on to say, here in Spokane, we really don't have what would be called a black or any minority part of town. First of all, there always is uh, demographic uh, yeah. uh, concentrations. Like, that, maybe not, but it's, I mean, come on. Usually. Like, especially in a large community like Spokane. Statistically speaking, usually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he goes on to say, uh, where, where's the part um, uh, that he says... Uh, <clears throat> Um, mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, 
a person of color or in any non a non uh, he means affluent uh, part of town, you stand a higher chance of being stopped. I said the information doesn't say that a, a person of color has a higher chance of being stopped in comparison to a white person. Their chance is still 12.3% combined. White, quote, people still make up 87.7% of the stops. It's all on how you look at the numbers. It's like saying, did you know this ground beef is 10% fat? Yeah. As opposed to, did you know this ground beef is 90% lean? Yep. It, it, the numbers are the numbers. The only difference is the spin that is put on something to try to make it a story. Yeah. And what are people uh, saying? Oh, the last one. Uh, if you're black and in a caddy with California plates, I guarantee you will be pulled over in Spokane. Okay. All right, whatever, dude. Guarantee That's conjecture. Huh? That's yeah. conjecture. Yeah, like, you have nothing to ba- base that off of. It's... It, it, like, come on. You know, and that's why I hate, I'm getting to the point where I hate having arguments on the internet. So I'm not arguing. Yeah. I'm just, that's not opinion what I just said. That's fact. I'm showing you the numbers and showing you how the numbers can be used to tell a completely different story based on what your uh, bias is. Right. If you want to believe that all police are bad and that, that, that they only want to arrest black people, but they obviously don't. And three percentage points, not that impressive, really. Right. I mean, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, come on. Like, one other person did say, you know, is it possible that a small percentage of the people are are uh, committing a large percentage of the crimes? Which, statistically, is true. Because right. a small percentage of society as a whole, whether they be white, black, or, or, or polka-dotted, are committing most of the crimes. Yeah. Because it's not like – there's no way for you to say that 50% of the society – it doesn't make any sense because right. in order for you to be that that not to apply, every person would have to complete would have to commit a crime. Yeah, and that's just that, that's not, not it. It is a small ever. percentage of society <clears throat> does commit a large, large percentage of the crimes. crimes. So it's it's I just I frustrate stuff shit. This shit frustrates yeah, me. Yeah, I get it because it's like you can spin it to say whatever you want, man. But the reality of it is the numbers. Yeah. You know, and, you know, you can also say, you know, I've seen reports that sometimes like crime is down. Well, from crime, what? but, but like uh, how? Or crime is down or arrests are down. Yeah. You know, because you can use the arrest numbers like, OK, our arrest numbers last year were um, 120. This year they're 90. Therefore, crime is down. Not really. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> what you have to how do, many incidents have, have there been? Yeah, you have to how many compare reported crime versus reported crime. That can tell you whether crime's down. Um, but you know your statistics guys, your your guys that are that are trying to put it. out reports and make money and get you know uh, get public support, they can compare two completely different things and make people believe it. And that's what's happening. It's like the here. statistical version of clickbait. There's like, I'll just get them interested here. Crime's yeah. down. Yeah, and here's my uh, facts that somewhat support it. it, it, it but it's not. Bullshit. No. Um, as long as we're on hot button topics, have you have you been following this fraternity deal? Um, the Sigma what, Alpha Epsilon fraternity. Is it the, the, the racist? The racist chant on the bus. Yeah. Or have you seen the ra- <clears throat> Have you seen the video? No. Neither have I. Should we watch it? Yeah, let's do it. Because watching the video. Okay, let's let me give you my opinion before watching the video. My opinion before watching the video is, who fucking cares? Like, it's not like they were standing in the middle of campus, like all niggers must die. All niggers must die. They weren't doing that. Okay, right. they're on. My understanding is they're on a bus. Yeah. Like it's an event. They're on a bus. They're doing whatever they were doing. Somebody videotaped it. Nobody not on that bus could hear them. They right. weren't talking directly right. to and anyone. You know, if somebody on that bus is offended, see, this is this is free speech, okay? Because if someone on that bus is offended, they can just leave. 
All right. Now, if you're saying it to a black person, like say their chant is all niggers must die. Okay. Right. Uh, and, and now they're on a bus with a bunch of white guys saying it. Okay. That's free speech. They can say that within the confines of their own area yeah. and not be penalized for it. Now, they open the bus door. They're stopped at a red light. They open the bus door. A black dude's walking by. And they, start and they yell out, that, yeah. oh, niggers must die. Now you, now you have done something bad to someone else. Again, my right to punch ends where your nose begins. Right. That guy's nose is now there. They have to stop punching. Yep. Right? So let's let's watch the video and see exactly what was happening and um and we'll see SAE video. And we'll see if we still feel the same <clears throat> way about Okay, here's the video right here. Hmm. Oh uh Oklahoma University. Okay, first of all, surprise. Yeah, right. Like, come on. Uh <clears throat> okay, uh oh Oklahoma University SAE racist chant, there will never be a nigger in SAE. Oh, okay. Um so yeah. let's see what happens here. Now if there's a black dude on the bus Okay. Don't care. Yeah. I stand by I stand by what I said. Uh, are are they fucking assholes? Yes. Sure. Yes they are. Is that a ridiculous Yes. Yeah. Like, are there a hundred other things they could chant that probably wouldn't get them in internet trouble? And now, like, they're talking about kicking their their fraternity off campus. All the... Fuck off. They're a bunch of drunk assholes on a bus. Well, okay. Hey, come on, Let me man. just... Yeah. So, okay, if they had never made that chant, um, would they still be exactly what they are? Is it a group of white guys, and are there no black members? Right. And do they not accept well, black right. members? And, and so it's the chant that gets them in trouble, but is their thought not the same? Yeah. Right, is what you're getting at, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it... Is is the evil not in the thought? Yeah. Um, So if they never say that, but in practice they do that every day, which is worse? Well, and honestly, look, I know this is going to sound racist as fuck. It is a private organization. If they don't want to let a black person in, fine. Yeah. Fine. Like, as long as they're not victimizing black people or holding them down or, you know, and and people are going to argue, yeah, but these are the people that are going to be running corporations someday. Well, yeah, maybe. There's evil everywhere. You know what? There are already people like that running organizations, Chick-fil-A. Right. Like, I'm I looking just, at I you. Mean, have a blessed day. Gee, I mean, whatever. It's To me, I don't understand the public outcry. It is so, again, I'm going to use this word again. It's a non-issue. The only reason it's a big deal is because someone in the media made it a big deal. Yeah. They're on a fucking bus. So where They're I, minding their know, own business. So where, where most people work, I would assume, um, most lines of work you're probably not really supposed to swear or use profanity right so that'd be like if i got in trouble at work because someone had a video of me in my own house saying just like fuck 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 right. fuck 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 right. fuck 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 this shit right to me i don't yeah. give a fuck give a fuck about that or like bitch. if i, I worked or like if i worked at a store uh, and at home i make an off comment of it man fuck every customer at that place right i said it at home right i wasn't talking about any specific person right. so i should not well, and be in trouble for do that. you know what a fraternity is? Yeah. Like by definition, it's an exclusionary club for rich kids. Yeah. Like, do you think SAE, for example, lets ugly dudes in? No. Or people that they, I guess I should re- rephrase that because I've seen some ugly people dudes. that they don't consider yeah. to be. Yeah. Because in their they, they have molded an image. image. Yeah. They, they, it's a fucking, it's, it's, well, and, it's the goddamn, what the hell is the name of the fucking planet they make the clones on? Oh, uh, uh, in. Camino? Yes. Yeah. That's what it's, all it's fraternities Camino. are. They're, They're Camino. Camino. They want people like them uh, and only like them. Now, there are black 
only black fraternities. Yeah. Only. Only blacks are allowed in these yeah. fraternities. Where is the outrage? Yeah. What? Well, okay. So are we really worried about a bus full of what is probably just going to become a bunch of dudes that open up Hollisters or Abercrombie and Fitches anyway? We already know the guys that run those companies uh, uh, don't want fat people or ugly people <laughs> right, in their store. Right. Like, right. Whatever. Like, it would then be, don't go. It's fine. I mean, don't be an SAE. Yeah. Like, it's Guess just, what? It's so ridiculous I'm not black, me. and I still don't want to be one because you all look like douchebags. Right. Right. I'm more offended that you're douchebags than I'm you more offended that. by all of the fucking allegations of date rape drugs they're putting in fucking like, drinks at their fucking jungle juice. When parties. I was when I was fat, I would not have been surprised if they were like, There'll never be a fat fucking essay. I'd have been like, right. Yeah, I would expect you to say that yeah. because fuck you. But ultimately it is harmless. Yeah. It it's harmless. Because it well, doesn't, it doesn't beca- affect it's any black because, people. It's because they used that word, man. If they had said black people, there'd never be a black. SAE. No, there'd still be. A, they'd still. It'd still be a fucking deal. And that would make it about a thousand times more ridiculous than it already is. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I don't, I, I don't understand, man. Like, I'm going back to it again. There are all black fraternities. Yeah, I can't rush an all black fraternity. I mean, because I got old balls is part of one of the reasons. But, but also, but I would, yeah. if I would show up to that, they'd be like. What man? <laughs> what are you doing here? Like no, you can't. The same for you. You don't understand. Do you? Yeah. Do you own a mirror? Yeah. Now, now, do I get to put that on the internet and get? And I, I'm not like I'm put. I'm unfairly putting it back on black people because right. I don't. I don't know that the black people are the ones that are pushing this. I think it's the liberal media. Is yeah, what, I think. Is who's pushing I think it. so. Yeah. But it's it's so fucking ridiculous that if SAE doesn't want a fucking black people doesn't want any black people in, that's their right as a private organization. Yeah. Like, is it, is it tacky and off-color? Fuck yeah, it is. But they have done nothing ultimately wrong. Well, it's off-color, all right. Oh, no. They, they have done something that's socially unacceptable, but not something that drives controversy and all this bullshit. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Like, I just, I am offended that people are offended. Yeah. Like, that we live in a world where there's, there are so many problems and so many things to worry about and so many things to be terrified of. And that's what we got. That's what we got. It, it's so fucking <clears throat> retarded to me. I, I just... <sighs> Seems like they're going to have to change their chant to there will never be another SAE. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. It's possible. Um, we don't have a ton of time left. I, I do want to talk about real quick. I You saw, when you walked in, you saw my uh, new phone case. Yeah. Uh, my new ghost trap yep. case for my iPhone 6. Uh, I ordered that from a site uh, called redbubble.com. I had never heard of the site before. Uh, I saw a person had linked to a link of this ghost busters themed case i was like fuck you know what i'm buying it so i got on their site they had three options they had the snap-on case a tough case and something else i don't remember what the other one was um and i'm like well fuck i've been looking for a ruggedized case for my iphone because you know i drop it and shit and i'll order the tough cases like 35 dollars with shipping so i ordered it it came in about a week i pulled it out it's beautiful it's a beautiful case it's not just like a, a regular case that you can buy off the shelf with a sticker on it which is what i was afraid of yeah uh, it's a molded case with a silicone liner somehow they have printed the ghost trap like if you're looking down at the top of it right before the doors open yeah they've printed that on the back of the case um it's not something that can peel off right uh and it's a nice case fits the iphone 6 perfectly very snug you can pull the i found out after putting it on like six times you peel the silicone liner off put it on the case and then snap it into the case I mean, it goes on easier. a lot easier yeah taking it out's a bitch so like that's the only the, the biggest downfall for me is when I'm working I can't really use that case because I don't like to carry a phone in my pocket when I'm working, so I have a belt clip for the phone, so I have to take it out of that case on the days I work. Well, traditional schedule I work five days and I have a weekend two days off. I'm taking that phone in and out of the case a lot then, so that 
taking it out kind of bothers me. And granted, a case is not designed to have the phone put in and taken out. So I can't really put a strike against them on that particular part of the item, but uh, it's a nice case. Nothing covering the front. So it's, and as I'm looking at it, I'm like, this to me doesn't say tough. You know, I was thinking like OtterBox, LifeProof, something along those lines. Because you can buy an OtterBox for about 40 bucks, so $35. Uh, for a tough case, I thought it would be reasonable, but they have something over the screen, too, you know, to, right. to protect it from being scratched. So I, I was a little, I was questioning whether or not I'd received the right case. So I emailed Redbubble and uh, uh, got a customer service person named Kat. And she, you know, I basically said that, hey, I, I don't think that I want, and I'm not sure that I want to return it. Um, I just want to find out whether or not I received the correct product. Do you have any, because they didn't have any pictures yeah. on the site, no matter what one you chose it just looked the same yeah it looked the same and i said do you have any photos of the different types of case that you could send me so i can compare it to mine she said well the tough case is the one with the silicone liner does yours have that but could i bother you for some pictures so i took some pictures of my case sent them to her she responded within the same day because i had also said i do believe there's a gray silicone liner i don't know if it's removable i don't want to tug on it and find um, out the hard way that it wasn't supposed to be removed now it doesn't fit at all and she said uh well, I believe you do have the tough case. We would happily refund it or send you a voucher to, to purchase something else on our site. And now keep in mind, this is all over the course of maybe three days. And each time I responded to her the first day, like there's a couple of t- uh, the first day I sent the email, she responded that day. Next day I responded to that email, she responded that day. The final day we went back and forth and email like probably six times, yeah. all in the same day. I would send her an email, she'd fire an email right back to me. It was the most pleasant customer service experience I have ever had, uh, ever. Internet, real world, anywhere. She was so helpful, uh, so gracious. Uh, I would recommend that if you see anything at redbubble.com that you, that you like, uh, go ahead and buy it. And and uh, if you have a problem with it, contact them, and they will make it right for you, um, which is really refreshing. And it's sad that it's so refreshing because really, right. I mean, that's the way everybody should well, handle their business. In a world but... where I'm still fighting with Verizon over $200 that they owe me for a phone that I sent them that they reconditioned and have undoubtedly already sold to somebody else, I still have not received my gift card. That was in November. Yeah, that's no good. No, and I've received an email from them twice saying that they have reset my gift card and I should expect it between forty within 48 to 72 hours. They obviously have my email address because they've responded to my emails. Would you be like, you know what, at this point, don't send me another gift card. Can you just put the $200 credit into my account well, it, and I'll just fucking well, it's, like, especially have because, a few months of not paying my bill? Well, especially because that's what all I was going to use the gift card for anyway yeah. was to pay my cell phone bill. So, you know, maybe that's the next email. I'll just say, Were just, you like, you what address credit? are you sending it to? Because they, They're emailing it to me. Oh. It's an emailed gift card. Oh. It's not even You're like a physical. checking your spam folder and shit? Yes. Well, and that's what pissed me off the first time was the first time they emailed me. Uh, they're like, hey, we've resent it. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I get this second email after they said they resent it. Uh, please check your spam and junk or your spam and uh, trash folders. I'm like, I did that before I emailed you yeah, guys. Right. Like, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not a fucking idiot. Right. I mean, granted, I'm sure they deal with a lot of fucking morons. Mm-hmm. But okay. So <laughs> that. That so we've got the Redbubble deal, which is awesome. I, I strongly recommend Redbubble.com. They've got T-shirts, they've got uh, phone cases, they've got home decor, they've got all kinds of stuff. Not generally the type of site that I would just uh, search out and, yeah. because it's it's a lot of like stuff for your home and things. But they've also got some really cool nerd stuff. They have an amazing T-shirt. Uh, uh, it's got a seal, a cartoon seal on it, 
and a, a word bubble come out of his mouth that says nice and underneath it it says seal of approval <laughs> I, I, I would have preferred again like we've talked about before it didn't say seal of approval underneath it and yeah. it was just a seal saying nice yeah. or like Jenny said a seal with just a thumbs up yeah. I, I would buy that fucking oh, shit yeah. um, but so they've got a lot of cool stuff so I cannot stress how much I, I, I recommend redbubble.com just even strictly because of their customer service which is amazing it's great yeah so there's that if I could get them to advertise for us, I would gladly do it because I will only have advertisers on this show that you, I believe in. Right. So redbubble.com, folks, check it out. They just got a free commercial. Nice. So the, with the Verizon deal, so you have that. They, they owe me $200. Fresh and clean, $200. They owe that money to me because they have my phone, and yeah. they probably already sold it for probably $250. Probably. Okay. Uh, now I also, every morning at 8 a.m., I get a telephone call from Verizon searching for Lacey Barber. Every morning. And it says, if you, uh, if Lacey Barber is not currently home, press 1. If you need a few more minutes to get Lacey Barber to the phone, press 2. If you are not Lacey Barber and we have reached this number in air, press 3. I hit 3. Please stand by while we connect you to a Verizon representative so that we can update our records. I just updated your no, records. I shouldn't I have just, to. I just updated your records. And I'm like, okay, they're just going to click me over. They motherfucking put me on hold the first time. And I'm like, fuck this, so I hang up. So then they do it again uh, a few days later, and I've got fucking little kid on one hip. I'm in the – it was on a weekend. I'm in the dining room talking to Jenny. I'm like, all right, well, let me just fucking see this through to the end, all right? So I know I'm going to be put on hold. I'm like, that's cool. I can't find the cordless phone, so I'm stuck to the fucking wall. A little kid screaming in my ear. Like, she don't cry, but she likes to talk. Yeah. I don't know where she gets that. Hey. Um, so she's like, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I'm sitting there on the phone, and she thinks that anybody that's on the phone is hilarious. Yeah. She's laughing her ass off. I get put on hold, hear the hold music. Uh, after about five minutes of being on hold, I hear a click and, and it... no hold music. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe something just went wrong with their hold music. If they disconnected from me, I'll hear a dial <clears> tone in a couple minutes. Five more minutes, I sit there. Nothing. So I hang up. Every morning, they wake me up at 8 o'clock in the fucking morning calling. And, I, and, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm just waking up, so I'm not going to fucking sit on hold. Because what's the first thing you got to do when you wake up in the morning? Yep. Piss. Absolutely. You got to piss. So I'm like, I can't. I don't have time. You woke me up. Now I have to piss. This ain't going to work. Piss on your face. Yeah, this ain't going to work. So it's like you are inconveniencing me, one, because you owe me $200 that I still don't have, and two, over someone's account that doesn't even belong to me. Like why is why is this? The only thing I can think is that somehow, you know, because obviously my last name, B-A-R, her last name, B-A-R, they must have somehow – you know, because sometimes, like, a cell phone company will let you put down a secondary number. Yeah. Obviously, I put down this, my home phone as my secondary number. They must have somehow assigned that to her account yeah. instead. You know, I'm just like, come the fuck on, guys. If you're calling me, I should never have to sit on hold. Ever. You called me. Yeah, no shit. Like, that is fucking ridiculous. You're on my time, asshole. So what I really want to do is I want to call them, get them, and be like, oh, hey, hold on just a second. Uh, my kid needs me. And just set the fucking phone down for a half an hour and walk away. Yeah, they'll just hang up. They will, which is bullshit. It's infuriating because yeah. they're inconveniencing me over something that has nothing to do with me. They're not even calling. They're not even calling to offer me like some kind of fucking uh, incentive or something. They're calling me about someone else's motherfucking account, not even my account. Yeah, that's like it's not like I'm past due or I fucked something up or they're calling to say, hey, maybe you want to change maybe this that, plan. Maybe that bitch got your email. Maybe. That'd be fucked. Well, that would be fucked because she probably used the gift card. Oh, so I'm going to sure. be like, you can obviously see I did not use the gift card. Yeah. I, I, obviously, I'm never going to do the trade-up program again. Oh, God, I'll just no. I'll just sell my phone online yep. from now on. 
But I thought, hey, this is a really easy thing to do. They'll take it off my hands. They paid for the shipping. They sent me the envelope. Everything's cool. I'll use it to pay my phone bill for, you know, my phone bill is like 60 bucks a month. So it'll pay for yeah, three months. Three months. Plus, a little bit. You know, that's great. That's money that can be spent elsewhere or put into savings or whatever. But I'm just like, this is fucking retarded. So I'll have to email him. Maybe I will try that. I'll email him like, again. Just, just can say, you just credit my can, account? Can Don't just, send me anything. Yeah, obviously, this, fucking... obviously, this isn't working. Obviously, you guys are screwing something up, so I'm not receiving it. Are you sending these to Lacey Barber? Because I've been getting phone calls for her from Verizon for the last three Every day weeks. at 8 o'clock. Every months. day at 8 o'clock for the last three weeks. So, you know, I might even add that in there yeah. and just be like, so if anybody received it and used it, it's probably fucking Lacey Barber. <laughs> Whoever the fuck that is. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it is infuriating. Like, I don't understand why <laughs> your job is not hard. Like, your job is not hard at all, but you're still stupid. Yeah, dude. Ugh. Don't call me and put me on hold. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine doing that at work? Oh, that'd be so bad. Like, and being in the middle of de- of, of helping someone, yeah. even. Let's just change a little bit. You're right in the middle of helping someone, and you're like, uh, hold on just a second, okay? And you just walk away. Yeah. You don't tell them why. You don't say, oh, apparently that little kid fell down. Sounds like something them. they would do on, like, Impractical Jokers, start helping somebody and then just disappear for a while. Right. And just see how long the person will stand there and right. wait. Well, and that's, again, um, I'm a grown-up now, so I don't have very much interest in this, but I got a voice one, two, three uh, contact from, I registered for, it's a voiceover company I registered yeah. a long time ago for, uh, contact uh, inviting me to be part of a project. And I'm like, oh, this is sweet. So I read the project, and it's talking about it's um, some prank phone call project. Oh. So I responded to it, and I'm like, hey, um, thanks for, uh, you know, uh, considering me. A um, couple questions about the project. One, would I be making these phone calls or would I simply be recording audio which would be used for phone calls? Um, because that, I'm behind. Me actually prank phone calling people, fuck you, I'm a grown-up. Right. Like, I'm not interested. Not not interested in doing that. Uh, I will not be fucking responsible for that bullshit. <laughs> not me. Um, and secondly, what's the pay, motherfuckers? Yeah. How, do you, how do you present a job to somebody? And not put in there, like, one, how much of a time commitment it will be, and two, what the pay will be. Yeah. Like, that seems like basic stuff for me. That's why I don't like a lot of these websites that farm out work for voice actors and stuff. Because, granted, I don't have to pay anything to be on this website. It's free. So that legitimizes it a little bit because, you know, like, they they say never pay an agent up front. You know, that kind of bullshit. But it's like, you should give me all the information I need in the job posting. Like, how much the pay is, how much... uh, you know, time is going to be rep, you know required, required yeah. of you because like that is all business stuff. That's all important things. They're like, well, if you really don't, you know, if you really want to be a part of the project, you don't care what it pays. Fuck you, asshole. I am an adult. Yep. Like my time, I, I do want to yes, know actually. My I, time I, I is much worth need money. To know what I'm compensated? Yes, for. because you are wanting me to help you do something that is going to make you money. You should be able to tell me. How much money I get to help you make? Like money. if a con- if you hired a contractor and they went to give you an estimate, no, 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 don't give me an estimate. Just bill me when you're done. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bitch, I want to know what that's gonna cost. Exactly. Well, or like you go for a job application. You know, you, like, you go fucking apply at uh, Walmart or something. Yeah. And never in the application do you ask what the pay is. Here it is. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring you on for a trial period of let's say sixty days. Yep. After sixty days, we'll decide what you're worth, yeah. and we'll start yeah. paying you. We'll, then. Pay, we'll pay you after you do the work. Yeah. That is stupid. Like I, I understand. <laughs> Nobody would take that no, job. No, and I understand that in voiceover. Yes, you do have to present them with the work before they can pay you. But yeah. at least you know what you're getting paid. Like it's not just like all right, well you you'll agree to this to be on this project. 
You know, you'll sign your intent to be, and then we'll tell you how much you're going to make. Fuck you. I am a goddamn adult. That's why. This has been episode 253 of Misinformation Podcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Driving me crazy, you hostile, you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you hostile, you. Unless someone actually needs your help and needs your defense, keep your fucking mouth shut. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.